Well, damn it. I had an opening for today's show, and Wayne stole the uh, stole the show in the live chats before we even got started. So I'm going to steal his intro because don't tell anybody, but it's frankly better than mine. I'm not a legal expert, but shouldn't it be illegal for illegal immigrants to illegally assault a legal member of society and then, oh, wait, illegally skip out on the no bond that they already got and illegally move themselves to California God, dog it. Take it away, Josh. Take it the away. The growing calls across the nation to defund the police. To end policing as we know it. Off the charts violence in New York City. 11 people shot in just eight hours on this is Sunday. About the police officers, officers who every single day put on that uniform and they run towards danger when we run away from it. From it. This isn't the morning I wanted to have. Take my job, my living, my career away from me. You can't come into the live chats uh, before the show even starts, Wayne, whoever you are, whoever you think you are, Wayne, and try to outdo me with a better intro, Wayne. How are you going to like it when the network hires you over me and I don't have a job anymore, Wayne? My five kids will be starving. My wife will probably cheat on me with a... Illegal immigrant, Wayne. Today's Which show one? is brought to you. You want to do the ad reads, Wayne? You want to do the the ghost bed ad reads and the factor meals ad reads, Wayne? Why don't you just write that script? What happened? I don't know. I'm angry, and now I'm having to take a sip of my coffee. <laughs> Today's show is brought to you by ghostbed.com forward slash Wolfpack and factor meals. Dot com forward slash Wolfpack five zero. I listen. It's all about unprofessionalism today, Tyler. Uh, by the way, today uh, I am joined again by Tyler with the Antihero Podcast. Uh, check them out. They stream every single week. Delta Force Operator and Active Street Cop breaking down all the current society and culture crazy war generated stuff. They've got porn ex cop porn stars. They've got uh, operators on to talk about uh, Bin Laden raid and Waco and Wack and all the things it's a great podcast anti-hero podcast but for me uh, it's so beautiful and it's like february 1st and um I've, i have like barn doors for the studio here and i just opened up the doors didn't even care about the lighting so uh uh not very professional lighting for you guys on the youtube chats but i do want to thank you guys for being in the chats with us today we already have one gift from will crate today uh thank you so much we got low rent in the chats abby ellsworth from on being a police officer podcast is in the uh, chats. bosco autry uh is in the chats wayne of course we've already talked about wayne not happy about that felony melanie low rent uh, everybody else, thank you guys so much for being there, Guns and Cafe. Uh, thank you guys for being in the live chat today. We're breaking down the migrants. Are we call them migrants now, Tyler. Is that what is that is that the new thing? Yeah, that's I think that's the the proper vernacular because they don't <laughs> they don't just the like they don't want to talk about whether they're legal or not. I can't think of that word decipher. They just call them migrants. So then you have to figure out are they illegal? Are they illegal? Why is it in, in 2020s uh, that we are just changing definitions and changing terminology? I feel like we've done it a little bit throughout the 90s and maybe the 2000s. But in 2020, I feel like every other day, brother, we're, uh, you know, changing what you can say and what you can't say. It's very confusing. 
What's wrong with illegal immigrants? Or aliens? I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, you remember being a cop, right? Like you'd have to go into briefing and be like, hey, guys, uh, we got to have a talk about. Can't call them retards what, anymore. Can't call. Can't. What What to do when you when you pull over a shim or a, a he, she, you know, like you, you have to ask them what they prefer to be called because. I left policing uh in the golden age so i left in 2018 2019 so we didn't have that yet but i do remember uh in in like 2017 ish getting a brief that said if you bring somebody into the jail it doesn't matter what they say they are you write down what if they have a penis they are male and if they don't then they are female and that is that stop trying to confuse everybody at the jail stop it like if you know they've got a dick, then they're males. And and that's just how it works. And I was like, yeah, could you imagine saying that now? Could you imagine if, in, as if like your HR person sat you down and was like, hey, guys, y'all got to stop with this, like confusing the jail staff. They have a penis. They're a boy. Could you imagine HR saying that to you now? They just they won't say it. But I mean, the jail still have to operate the same. Ours does the, what you're talking about. Like, yeah. you know, they have to they they can't allow the the non-penises to go with the penises but they don't want to say it so they just don't talk about it so it's not like you know what i'm saying yeah you're you're still currently a street cop and um so i don't i don't want you to get yourself in any trouble are you able to tell us lay folk us civvies uh what it's like are you uh what what is the protocols the sops for talking to like shims or shims do you, do you have to do, i mean do you have like do you have rules about that so you're supposed to ask them to, and a, a way to get out of all complaints is you, if you recognize it as a cop, if you can't recognize that a, a man is dressed like a woman, then you probably shouldn't be a cop. But, yeah, what about the confusing ones? That's the one I'm talking about. Like what you want to show up, they've got a mustache, but they also have like the long hair with like pink highlights in it. Um, I don't think I've seen one of those. You're talking about like yeah, I had one. It's uh Publix. I was getting a public sub for my kids. It's kid. Uh, had a mustache, long blonde hair with like pink highlights in it. And my son literally said, is that a boy or a girl? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> it's all the above. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because especially like a girl, but it had a mustache. Oh, God. Well, so one, of, one of the big things is a searching, right? Like searching. Well, okay. they'll, they'll go, I, I want a female to search me. Like, no, dude, you did. You know, you're, a, <laughs> you're, you're a dude. Um, you know. <laughs> I want to, I want to, I want a female to search me too. <laughs> Every time. That's so, I mean, I, like, what do you guys get a lot of complaints? Have you fucked up misgendering somebody yet? No, we just, How about this? it's the ones that have the nose ring that like goes like this, you know, like the, like the bull ring that they have in the nose. Yeah, Those are the ones yeah. you got to watch out for. Cause that one could look like a straight up dude and you can call it a dude. And then it'll be like, did you just misgender me? And you're like, oh, oh no. Yeah, like most of the ones that we run into are, I personally run into are in in the commission of a county ordinance. If if you catch what I'm saying, they're so right. that when we take them for conducting the world's oldest occupation, we're not allowed to say have, prostituting anymore. Is that is that off the table? Right. I'm just trying to learn. Yeah. Welcome to 2024. You can't, you can't say prostitution. No, you can. Okay. Yeah. I don't want you to get in trouble. Listen, I'm not trying to make you say something you don't want to say, but 
I have to know because I talk to the cops all the time. I don't want to give them bad advice. No, you can. But we call them. I mean, do you have any rules on migrants? Is it migrant versus illegal immigrant? Have they sat you down and had that talk yet? Or not yet? Just not officially. But you know how it is, man. Like you'll have to watch a training video on it when they when they finally double down on. Hey, you can't say this word anymore. Yeah, you'll have to watch your PowerPoint of uh, proper vernaculars and then sign off that saying that you watched it and now you will never say that word again. Um, so Felony Melanie in the live chat today says, a skate daddy transy still a thing? I mean, it, it can be. If you're in the uh, if you if you're in the FTS underscore Wolfpack private group, which anybody can be in it on Facebook, I think you just have to answer like one or two questions and it's basically saying like, if you're a pussy, you can't be here. Um, because it gets pretty dark, pretty offensive. And listen, there's live debates. Like some people get offended, but like there's no blocking. It's just like you can argue in the chats about being offended by it, but we're not we're not blocking anybody. That's a safe space. Uh, as far as we go, if Facebook kicks you off, that's on you. Um, but as far as we go, we don't really kick anybody off. Uh so yeah, in the, in that group, people still refer to me as skate daddy transy quite a bit. <laughs> uh, and my children still refer to me as skate daddy, uh, which uh, I, I'm not too thrilled about. But hey, it, it was, I got thick skin. I could, you can call me whatever you want. I could care less. There's nothing you can say to me that I haven't said to myself uh, in the mirror every single morning when I wake up. So go for it. Uh, shoot for the moon. L today's breakdown is the, the migrants, the illegal aliens, the immigrants who attacked NYPD officers. Um, that were really chill and just trying to do their jobs. We're kind of going to break it down. It's going to be a little bit different of a breakdown today only because, um, well, the writing's on the wall. The, the video is pretty self-explanatory of, of what happens. We can't break through like move by move like we typically do on a breakdown. But me as a now civilian, um, I have a lot of questions. And I wish I would have known that we were doing this episode. I didn't realize this was going to be so trending. So I didn't plan for this episode until like Wednesday night. So had I had more prep, I would have gotten an NYPD officer or ex-officer on here. No problem. If you want to do a follow-up in your NYPD and you're listening to this right now, uh, reach out to me, DM me, and we can either get you on Patreon or we can put you on here if you want. We can do it with your face, without your face, with your name, without your name, however you want to do it. I'd love to get you guys' take on it. Uh, I, I kind of find this to be extremely frustrating case. Uh, before we jive into breaking this down, Tyler, I have to ask you, uh, what would you do if a bunch of people started jumping you man i don't know you ha that's where i have to be careful about what i say on here but proper protocol <laughs> you know i mean you don't have like free reign to just beat ass i mean you do especially if they're kicking they're trying to kick you in the head because it goes down to what we always talk about uh not going incapacitated if you become incapacitated you're moving into lethal force realm right if you officer tansy or get hit and now you can't fucking figure out what's going on and you're so fucked up that's where i mean i i would if i were you i'd start pull, i pull my gun out and be like dude i can't see you know a kick to the fucking head yeah i so. i mean for me i i have been in a few situations more than one where you're trying to make an arrest and a mob-like group approaches for us we always broke away from the arrest you may drop a knee down and swivel around but yeah, either the piece is coming out, the baton's coming out, or we're just going to pepper spray everybody. I had to break up a motorcycle gang uh, 
disturbance, if you will. I, I like to call it domestic because we're family. We're family. <laughs> so um, I pepper sprayed the whole crowd. I gave one warning and then I pepper sprayed the whole crowd. I told the dude he was under arrest. His friends were like, no, he's not. And I was like, you can move about six steps back or you can all get sprayed. And he was like, do what you got to do. And I literally pulled out my can, took two steps back and sprayed everyone. And it worked out in my favor because yeah. everybody ran in all separate directions, except the guy that happened to be under arrest. And he went to his knees and was like, yeah. you don't have to do that. And I was like, well, <laughs> I told yeah, you. That's what this, I mean, because like this is a little different than breaking. I, I personally, that's a young man's thing is running into an active physical altercation and breaking it up. Like if there's two people mutually fighting, no one's getting tuned up really bad. There's not a victim and an aggressor. It's just two dudes fighting. You know, I'm as I, I try to treat it like a hockey fight. Like I'm the ref. I'm going to wait for an opportunity and then I'm going to go in. But like, I guess these guys, um, there was already a fight. They had picked that. They, they So they had done this. It was over with. And then the guy that they were arresting when they had him on the ground, which I'm not an advocate of BJJ either, but those it looked like those guys could have maybe used a lesson or two. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of BJJ, as you know. Uh, big BJJ guy over here. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. You brought it up. You said it. Listen, you said it. I haven't said it on purpose. You brought it into this. You know, you're right. Um, no, and we'll play the video and you guys can see it on the breakdown. Uh, and what it appears to, to look like um, is that the NYPD officers uh, did exactly what you said. They played, they played the uh, referee and they broke up the disturbance and everybody was walking away. But the man in yellow wouldn't stop. The man in yellow, I don't know that he was running his mouth, but he definitely was the instigator and he wasn't letting it go. And as a police officer, as a first responder, you have a duty to make sure that whatever is ended, ended. Because you know what? If the dude in the yellow goes and stabs people and you just let them go, I mean, remember what happened with Gabby Petito? Yeah. You know, those cops let Gabby Petito and Brian Landry go from their parking lot domestic and Gabby ends up dead. And those police officers were crucified. Actually, those those officers were more hated than Brian Landry were, um, <laughs> which was which was sad. So, you know, when when the guy in yellow didn't stop, you know, the and then the, the NYPD guys looked very, very chill. And then they finally went hands on. And that's what's crazy is this whole mob, which is all illegal immigrants. I'm going to show you some pictures here in a, in a second uh, that were just, you know, the disturbance was against each other. They now all turn on the cops. And it shows you where these loyalties lie for these immigrants. Now, I know that mainstream media, both Fox and CNN, have their reasons for showing us and for making us want to hate illegal immigrants. And it's, it's actually obvious because Fox News has made this their biggest story. Rightfully so. If you go to CNN right now and you type in migrants assault police officers, there is not one video from CNN that you can find from a quick Google search. I tried it all morning. I typed it in seven different ways. Now they have articles about it, but there are no videos about it. And it's not top headline, headline news for them. So CNN essentially to the left is not covering uh, this case, but Fox News is making it the case of a century. And what what happens there is you have two polar, you have two sides that are uh, polarized and completely opposite, which creates great division. Which is why I'm highly against Fox News and highly against CNN News or mainstream media in general because I can see what they're doing. I can understand what's going on. 
uh, with with mainstream media. So my, my intention today is not to make you mad at illegal immigrants. It's not to make you mad at migrants and to hate them because, you know, uh, and I hate to say the word frankly again, so I'm not going to. Uh, but I truthfully, how about that, have some, you know, migrants working on my house right now doing a kitchen remodel. So <laughs> I appreciate migrants, um, not just because they're remodeling my kitchen, but uh, you know, I understand wanting to come to a new world uh, and escape the poverty and, and have hopes and dreams and, and all those things. So really, I'm not coming at this with, with being mad at illegal immigrants. I'm really not. With the majority of, of aliens, I'm not. And I, if, if it's not apparent to you that Fox News isn't trying to make you anti-immigrant, then you're crazy. And it's slowly but surely happening. I'm in the news every single day. I, I, I know that I live this. I breathe this. If you're following Fox News, hook, line, and sinker, then you are becoming more and more angry with illegal immigrants. It would be impossible not to be. It's all they talk about. And I don't think that should be the goal. I don't think that should be the goal uh, at all. However, we need change. Do you guys have a migrant problem where you're at? I don't think so, man. I think Florida is just kind of like away from everything there's no like border so i mean it's one of those things you don't really notice unless you're on a border town you don't really notice as it grows and grows and grows and grows and grows because it's kind of like when you get fat you know and you look at and then you just never one day you go holy shit i'm fat but you never notice getting fat right Right. (laughs) it's weird because we have in in raleigh the capital city you know, Capital City Zoo is a little bit different um, because that's where everybody goes to protest. That's kind of where all the buses land. So we have a big migrant population, illegal migrant population, but they have their own communities and their communities are very well policed by themselves. Uh, the only time we have a ruckus is when they are getting robbed and it's not by other Mexicans. Uh, and, and you could probably look up those crime stats if you really wanted to. Um, but there's definitely one race disproportionately attacking Hispanics than any other race. And if that race isn't Asians or Jews, uh, which Willie Goldberg says isn't a race. So you can just take the Jews right out of it um, if, <laughs> if you want to side with Whoopi Goldberg. But, uh, you know, I've never really had any problem with the, with the illegal immigrants um, except for drinking and driving. Like that's big. That's big in that community. Um, they love to no drinking, no drinking, yeah. drinking and driving, no license. And there's always a, there's a, there's always a little party drug in their pockets. They get oh, off work. They get off work. And the problem is in Orlando, they call all the time. They get, and they, when they fight, man, they don't just fist really? fight. Like they, they don't fist Mexicans fight. You guys? Bro, they like bottle smash over heads. Like, oh, for sure, for sure. Like, yeah. I've been, I've been there where like it looks like a murder scene. It's, it's yeah. a fight, you know. They're blood, and of course, your victim doesn't speak English. That's okay. We can figure that out. We can work through that. Except they're so fucking drunk they can't even talk. Yeah. And you're like, right. I, I don't. I'm gonna have to come back tomorrow. <laughs> like, I can't. I love either. that because uh, the bloodiest scene I ever went to as a cop, and nobody died, was exactly what you're explaining right now. Like <laughs> Mexican on Mexican, broken Corona light bottles, and just carving each other up with those things, and blood, every blood and like fatty tissue just everywhere where they just. That is crazy to me, but they don't really call. Other than that, like for things like that, we don't really, we never really get calls from. 
the Hispanic neighborhoods all that often um, here in Raleigh. They, they kind of, like I said, police themselves. In, and, and when you do get called there, it is something terrible. Like somebody shredded up, somebody's dead, or it's, it's a DUI. Uh, and, but you know, the one thing I, I do appreciate about the illegal aliens that reside in our great state of North Carolina, I've always appreciated. They're very honest, very honest. Are they honest where you live? Yeah, they don't. I, and, it, and it could be, Eric, when people come from other places, the police in other places aren't nice. You don't lie. You don't fight. You know, you don't right. you you say yes or no, sir. And you look down and you hope that you get in other countries. You get to walk away without having all of your money taken or going to jail or getting the shit kicked out of you. You come here where the police treat you the way they should treat you fair with respect and they uphold the law and that's it they're like yeah they're they're the, they are very very cool to work with also haitians that whole community is in and of itself another they never call here in orlando they never call right. they're very they're very passionate as far as uh when they like to have get-togethers and fight you know but they they don't they don't accept our culture as far as like um you know what's allowed here and what's okay here they don't care but they also don't call so like i went to like a, this one uh, this 16 year old girl she's like dude my dad's fucking insane she does, dad doesn't let her do anything like it's right. the most insane thing i've ever seen and i tried talking to dad and being like hey man um you know dude she's 16 i'm obviously trying not to come there anymore like i'm just trying to like get these two to just start talking and uh He's like, he pretty much told me I'll do what I want. I'll raise my daughter how I want. And you can get the fuck out of my house. And I was like, <laughs> so, yeah. 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 And it's a, there's some people in the live chats that are lighting it up about illegal murders. Yeah. The, the, the gang, the, the illegal Mexican gangs are pretty violent, pretty bad. I, I'm just generally speaking that just your everyday immigrant that you're going to come across uh, at the, the fair, you see him at the flea markets, um, in their little neighborhoods, you're not going to have a problem. I, I pulled over one guy uh, uh, in an apartment complex. He was acting sketchy. He kept staring at me. He wouldn't stop staring at me. And he, he stared at me enough and made enough passes through the parking lot that I was like, all right, well, I got to see what this guy's problem is. Maybe he needs some help or some service. So I pull him over just kind of just for like a, no, I didn't pull him over. I didn't use like my lights or sirens. I just kind of had like an involuntary encounter with this guy. And I said, hey, man, what are you going on? He's like, no English. And I was like, oh, okay, no English. Uh, any pistolas in the car? No, no pistolas. Drogas? Any drogas in the car? Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> Uh, marijuana, yes. Uh, cocaine, yes. Heroin, yes, sir, yes. I'm like, are you using the drugs? No, sell the drogas. I sell the drogas. I was like, oh my god, man! Like, you stop it. I ended up getting uh, like crystal meth, heroin, and uh, uh, and cocaine off of this guy. All and, and I mean, like, ten, like I don't even remember how many bundles of of heroin it was. Um, but it was like a whole BC powder packet full of, of fucking heroin and, and uh, a little pill bottle of, of crystal meth. And, and I was just like, man, you could have like said no from the get go. And I would have had nothing but just, you know, but I'll pull over another person in the inner city and I'll be like, hey, man, you got anything on you? No, well, I'm going to pat you down. OK, what is this in your pocket? Is that weed? No, you pull it out and it's like a whole bunch of weed. And you're like, 
hey man, why is this? Why did you say no? There's weed in your pocket. That's not my weed. What, yeah. what do you mean? These are my pants. What do you What do you mean? These aren't your pants. So I've always appreciated uh, how how honest the uh, migrants the migrants are. All right, let's jump into this. Uh, um, and uh, here, let me just show you a quick picture. I know that you listeners are there like, nobody gives a shit about the pictures. We're all listening to it. And I get it. 90, you know, 99% of you guys are uh, our listeners. Uh, but we do have some people viewing in on the on the live chat. So I like to show it. And uh, now I can't do it because we didn't have any producers this morning. And I uh, put the picture, I guess, in a different folder breakdown than was here. So we're not going to show you the pictures anyway. So uh, don't worry about it. Um, oh, wait, somebody's brought it. There it is. There it is. Josh is always on top of things. We had a miscommunication of who was producing today, which is my fault. But uh, anyway, uh, I try to do it myself. And we know how that goes. Uh, so, yeah, these are your five. These are five suspects for this case, right? Like mm, stereotypes exist for a reason, I guess, because I, I don't know. You give me a lineup of people and ask me which one's committed a crime. And I'm going to say, I don't know, like those five dudes look like they they commit crimes. They're actually what's going on in Raleigh right now. The second business that's going viral that this has happened to where everybody's walked out of the business in the middle of the workday. One was at a local brewery and the other one, I guess, that today's like at some kind of a coffee shop. This happened yesterday and they're walking in circles, like chanting, like, we want more pay. We want more pay or whatever. But they're all like green, blue hair, pink hair, the the little U-shaped nose ring. And so I just wrote a comment on there that said that like, if this is why stereotypes are a thing. Because you guys look like the type of fucking idiots that would be complaining about having a low-level job and wanting to be paid more at it. You know, the ones that are complaining about like, I've got to pay off my student loans. But you work at a fucking coffee shop. Why did you go to coffee? Why did you go to college for four years and rack up all that college debt if you're going to work at freaking the green bean it's not a real job and a lot of adults no one has adult no one has conversations with young adults and says hey what you're doing is not a grown-up job yeah look at me right now look at me you guys with the colored hairs and the skinny jeans and the flannels the ones that i can't tell if you're homeless or not look at me your local coffee shop is not a real job it's not a real job unless you own it yeah, maybe if you're like a manager. a manager. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But, but you know, there's not like if you can listen. If you can get self worth, and you can get benefits, and you can see a retirement and a management position at any type of restaurant or coffee place, by all means, that's a grown up job. But <laughs> right, yeah, sure, sure. Generally speaking, though, yeah. generally speaking, uh, when if you're you, if you got a tip jar, if you got a tip jar at your register, you're not. That's not a grown up job. Oh, <laughs> uh, listen, if it's just to get by, right? Like, if if one of you guys has got like a big job and you're just trying to, you know, maybe you're a single mom and and the hours have to have it. I get that. Like, listen, I, you know, I'm not going. I'm not. I'm not shaming. I don't want to shame people for having a job, but like, you can't go out and protest that you want more pay and you want more benefits and you want more anything if you're just treating it as. Uh, like a single, you know, yeah. if you're, if you're not treating like a full-time position and it was like real hours and yada, yada, yada. So there's like, a huge difference in what you're talking about. Someone struggling and working. That's a different, that's a different, they're in the middle of their life, not middle, but they're, they're a functioning adult doing what they can. I'm, we're talking about young kids coming out the gate that have opportunity. Clearly they went to college um, and they're sitting there working at Starbucks asking for tips when they just overcharged you for a black coffee. So, and then they walk out 
and they hate people. They hate people like Eric for calling them out. We want more pay so I can afford more color in my hair. One time I got into it with uh, some chick on Facebook who was say, who was justifying us post-COVID, right? So mm-hmm. uh, dur- during COVID, when you tipped everybody, I was okay with it. Nobody was getting hours. Everybody was sucking. I'm a cop. I'm getting more hours than anything. Wait right? a minute. You so, have empathy? Wait, I thought you were a cop. Wait, you like you have feelings? Like you, <laughs> you, you get on other people's level and understand them? That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. And I, and I would go to Chili's and pick up my to-go order, right? <laughs> Everything closed down. And I would tip really good. I would tip right there. I don't know who's getting it. I don't know if the person checking me out, the cooks, who's getting it, but I tipped. Then post-COVID came, and I realized society just kept that part. And I got into it with somebody who said, you know, I was trying to tell them, you don't have a big person job. You you are a grown-up with a kid's job, like a like a server at a restaurant. And, uh, and, I, and I asked, you know, hey – what would it be? It's the same thing as me walking around with a tip jar attached to my fucking my vest, right? It's the yeah. same thing. I'm I'm just asking. You don't have to tip me, but I'm asking. I could use it. You know, yeah, I just mediated this domestic violence situation and just saved your family like a whole bunch of money and time. You guys think you could like maybe uh yeah tip me? No, I don't have cash. Well, I've got Venmo. Hold on, let me. I got yeah. the cash app. Just it's the thing just, you put up there. That's like it's the. <laughs> Your Venmo thing, <laughs> no, and your your body camera that you've got that QR code, yeah. <laughs> like, like to it so you just scan your QR code. Like, yeah. I'm going to uh, Fit for a King and Devil Wears Parada concert tonight. Wait, 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 wait. We've got to stop this right now. The Devil Wears Prada. Yeah, you said Parada. I just don't want you to go and show up and people make fun of you, Tansy. Devil Wears Prada. Prada. It's P R A D A. Yeah, you said Parada. Oh well, I mean, whatever. Prada. Sorry, sorry, I misspoke. And I, I podcast for like fucking ten hours a week. Sorry, I misspoke on a, on a word that is supposed to be Parada in, in real life. But Devil Wears Prada, a concert. Now the venue is going to have twelve dollar beers tonight. Do I tip on a twelve dollar brewski? Yeah, I'm not doing it. Suck my fucking left nut. I am not. One, I'm not going to get any beers anyway, but if I was, there's no way I would tip you. For pouring me a $12 beer? No. I can pour my own beer. I'm not putting a dollar in your stupid jar because you fucking pulled the handle of a of a tap? A tap handle? Like, you don't even change your own kegs. Controversial. Really? Yeah, I mean, I you sound like... What's that... I don't want to tip on beer anyway. Like if you go to a restaurant and all you order is a beer from the bartender, I don't understand why we're tipping the bartender to pour me a beer. That's fucking stupid. Well, you order, work on, that's where they make, make all their money though. His tips, right? I, I might be wrong, but I'm, they're on the same I mean, page. Listen, when, if, if I go to, if, if I go to a bar, I always tip. I always tip when I get a beer or whatever, even if it's like a fucking dollar 50 PBR you know, $2 PBR. But if I'm going to a concert venue and you're charging me $12 for a beer, I'm not giving a tip. I see what you're saying. You're not going there to drink at the bar. You're going there to watch a band and enjoy a beer that you happen to have to buy from the bar. That happens to be $12. Yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. I'm still not a piece of shit like you. I'll throw a dollar in there. I just spent. I mean, 12. I do because I feel like a dick, and I don't like to feel like a dick. Um, 
I mean, unless it's like super busy and they won't see, and their tip jar is like overfilling anyway. I'm gonna be a piece of shit. Well, do you, uh, by the way, you just ever, got a tip from Wilcray, two dollars. Thank you so much. Have you ever tried to tip them, but they're not looking, so you wait because you want them to make sure that they see that you tipped them? Because it's a waste if you put it in there and they turn around and you're just standing there. Now they're like, "Is this guy gonna tip me?" <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I I think it's like I feel bad at my own bar. My I own a rum bar uh, and distillery, and I feel like super weird when people tip me. Uh, being, you know, when my wife and I are working and it's not our bar manager or bartenders working. Um, I'm like, I, I own the place. I don't need your tips. Like, but thank you. Like, I, I don't know. Especially if I'm getting like carry out pizza and I drive to the pizza place and they're like, would you like to leave a tip? I'm like, no, I would not. Like, that's no. the reason why I came and picked this up myself. I so I don't have to fucking tip you. And why are we asking for tips? Dude, when I was a kid, I mean, used to take groceries out I worked at Food Lion. I would take the groceries to a car and be like, the old ladies, they would be like, can you change my tire while you're out here? Can you vacuum out my car? You know, and there was no chance of you getting a tip. No. And, but, and the, and the places that you worked for really didn't like you taking tips. They, they weren't, they were not. Yeah, you weren't allowed to. Uh, okay. so Ruther, Reginald Rutherford in the, in the thing says, uh, I remember when store clerks and baggers got retirement at grocery stores. Reginald must be fucking ancient. Um, I don't remember that at all, but um, and I'm pretty old. But uh, man, it was, sounds like he's old, Reginald. Reginald, I'm, I'm old. Um, Reginald, uh, Reggie, Reggie, uh, remembers when the store clerks and baggers got retirement at grocery stores. But you know what? That was also a time, Reginald, where I bet you those same grocery clerks probably wore slacks, a collared shirt tucked in, probably a tie, and they combed their their hair. Uh, the baggers at the grocery store now are wearing fucking pajama pants. Uh, untucked collared shirt and they've got flaming purple pink hair with a fucking hoopty nose ring and you have to be careful on how you identify them. So times have changed, Reginald. Get on the get on with it, Reginald. Get on the bandwagon. The times have changed. <laughs> times have changed, Reginald. It's not the yeah. same. Uh, thank you guys, by the way, for sending tips uh, for this podcast. I think that's crazy. I think it's crazy that when you guys, uh, what was it when y'all paid me to get a mullet? You guys put like $1,200 in super chat money for me to to get a mullet. I thought that was the most ridiculous thing ever, but I appreciated all the money and I can't remember what how, we put it into. But. How long are you committed to that mullet? I mean, it's part of me now. Now it's, now it's just a it part of me. It? Yeah. It's it's more of an identity now. It's like the pink blue do hair. You ever, do, you ever, do you ever get mis misgendered as like a lesbian? Yeah, uh, that's why I won't, I won't ride in a Subaru because everybody just assumes I'm a lesbo, a lebo. All right, let me see if I can uh, let me see if I can work my way into playing this video uh, for you guys so we can get into this breakdown. We're 34 minutes in, so uh, let me share the screen here. And uh, do, 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 do. there it is, right there. All right. Uh, let me know if you can hear this, by the way, when I hit play. Um. After this video shows a group of men assaulting officers in Times Square. The Audio incident is good. Saturday around 8.30 in the evening. According to police, officers tried to break up a disorderly group on West 42nd Street. When police tried to take the person dressed in yellow into custody... That's when things took a turn and the group began attacking the officers. Several people repeatedly punched and kicked the officers in the <sighs> head and body. Police initially arrested four people and then a fifth person on Monday. They faced charges including assault on a police officer, gang assault, and disorderly conduct. According to the New York Post, 
Those who were arrested and charged are migrants who were then released without bail. A quick search shows that at least one of the individuals who was arrested lives at a homeless shelter in Brooklyn and another at a migrant shelter in College Point, Queens. In a statement, the Police Benevolent Association writing, attacks on police officers are becoming an epidemic. And the reason is the revolving door we're seeing in cases like this one. It is impossible for police officers to deal effectively with crime and disorder if the justice system can't or won't protect us while we do that to work. Yeah, so, and if you see the video, I know that most of you guys are just listening. If you see the video... Um, that's a lot more than five people, um, probably closer to 15 people. Uh, so very scary situation. Micro dots just sent us 10 bones says, I love this show. You guys need to cover the Karen Reed case. Corrupt cops framed an innocent girl for 10 bucks. I'll do anything for $10. I'll literally cover anything you want me to micro dots. You got it. Uh, Josh, will you write that down and we'll cover that. Uh, if we don't have a case next week, let's cover it next week for this guy. Karen Reed in, in the notes for you guys. 10 bucks i'll do it um uh tactical dude in the chat says i bet the nypd gets their justice in one way or the another i don't know because nypd just disappointed me today with one of those dancing tiktok cop things it's like we're we're nypd of course we like donuts we're nypd of course we you know like you're nypd you just got your ass kicked by a fucking group of illegal immigrants who your soros backed prosecutors gave a no bond to and they have four of the five have fled to california so stop making tiktok videos about how you're proud to be in NYPD, you cucks just got uh, uh, forced to have the jab so that you could even be there. You guys are just bending over and taking it in the ass from the NYC. You have no reason to be dancing on TikTok. Man, that shit makes me mad. You guys need to get your shit together, NYPD. Yeah. And not your shit, but like like you guys need to grow some balls. Start fucking refusing the stupid jab shit. Stop refusing to uh, do your jobs. Like if it's a bunch of illegal immigrants fighting, let them fight. If you're going to get kicked in the head, by the way, that cop, if you've never been kicked in the back of the head and then your head, the front of your head hit the pavement, that is a wicked thing to do. I've, I've, I've literally gotten boot stomped by a guy and uh, I tell the story all the time. And as I remember it is I didn't know what was going on. But I kept seeing a flash of white, 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 white. And it took me like three or four flashes of white for me to go, oh, that's my face bouncing off of this sidewalk because there's somebody stomping on the back of my head and I need to probably deal with that. So this guy got kicked in the back of the neck. Very dangerous, by the way. Much more dangerous than kneeling on somebody's upper shoulder for six months, uh, for six minutes. This cop gets jacked in the back of the neck and his head bounces off of the concrete. Wow, this is absurd in an insane case. And again, your George Soros-backed prosecutor gave them no bond, which, by the way, Daniel Penny, doing the Lord's work, a white guy, by the way, Marine Corps veteran, combat veteran. Uh, I believe he was a combat veteran. Um, uh, yeah, he was, right? He was combat? Yeah, yeah he was, yeah. He was. Uh, fact check us on that, uh, Joshua. Daniel Penny, was he a combat veteran? I know he's a Marine. I know he's a sergeant. Um, uh, does the Lord's work in, in New York City and uh, has been fighting, uh, definitely had a bail, and has been fighting uh, in and out of this, this court case for two years since we've covered the case. Um, but these yahoos assault a cop and they get no bond and now they have shockingly 
I know you guys in the chats. I listen, our listeners, you're surprised, right? You guys are surprised. You guys are shocked. Yeah. You're like, wait, wait, wait. What? Here's, a, here's the thing about terminology too: is a lot of places in the country when you say they got no bond, it's good because no bond here in Florida means they ain't going nowhere. There's no bond. They are stuck in jail until they get a bond hearing. But you, you know, so that's why everybody was like, oh, the cops just got their ass, you know kicked in by five or six people they all got no bond i was like good you shouldn't get a bond for fucking stomping a cop until i found out that in new york that means the revolving door of they they literally don't have a required bond to put down they can just walk out on their own recognizance yeah yep so uh let's see here on the um 49 of all non-detained migrants Half of all, half, over half. Oh, no, I'm oh, sorry. Approximately half, 49%. Fuck it, half, okay? Uh, illegal ends don't attend after their first initial court hearing, according to a 2020 study, that 49% do not attend their court hearings after their initial. Well, this doesn't even have to be a, a migrant thing or an illegal immigrant well, thing. This no, is just I, like, it, this is just like. That's a big deal yeah, because they know that they, they don't have to go to court. Nobody's going to find them. I mean, it's just, it's anybody. I mean, if, if people aren't, that's why you have bonds. I mean, because people in general that are in trouble don't want to face the consequences. So it's like. Um, oh you my know, gosh, extremely go, going, going back to the, the original incident, what do you do when you have, who do you go and put cuss on to make an example of? You, you find the instigator, right? And I've done that a million times. You got a crowd full of 20 people. You do your job. You sit there and assess who's hyping everybody up. Who, If somebody got taken out of this equation, w would it go back to normal? And you go grab that person. Then you just have to shit those. I mean, I don't know. I wasn't those cops. But sometimes it's like you said, it's time to break contact and start kicking the shit out of people. Yeah. I get kicked in the back of the head by a mob. Uh, so one of the more in this story, I think is in my, my book that's coming out uh, January, 2025 uh, pig Latin, a seriously funny, true story. Stay tuned. But uh, at, at one point, a woman is throwing coffee mugs at me and I broke away from trying to handcuff the guy and left my two partners who were actually working on that guy. And I went and handled business on, on the chick, chick throwing the, throwing the coffee mugs. You can't, you, I, I, and I'm not, Monday morning quarterback in these guys. I'm I'm saying like any cop that's listening to this right now, if you've you obviously got to keep your safe self safe, and every situation is different. So don't let me, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to confuse that. But an example has to be: you cannot, you cannot allow absolute lawlessness. If you're trying to make an arrest and somebody is kicking you in the back of the head, you hunt that fucker down. By all means necessary. I would pull every video camera. I would, I would like spend the rest of my career finding that guy. Um, because if you don't, he's going to empower 20 other dudes to do the same shit. And, and that's going to get some cop. Maybe you didn't get hurt, but the next cop's going to get hurt. It's just like when somebody slams their door in your face on a warrant search on a warrant service, when you go to serve a warrant, yeah. 
and then you don't charge them with RDO after you're forced to like their barricaded subject and they finally come out and some like fucking wackadoodle commander is like, well, well don't charge him with RDO because he, he did finally come to the door. No, 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 no. Because now he's going to tell everybody else to retard the same situation and it's not always going to work out for the cops. You charge that motherfucker. They fuck around. They get to find out. That's the rules. That's the way it should be. Um, and anybody that says different is just playing politics and they have no business being a, a police leadership. And so let me show you this uh, this screen here. I'll put this up on the screen. Um, and uh, this is this is our migrants. So they're they're not even unhappy about what they did. This is this is one of them getting released on bond. By the way, there were two of them that not only gave one bird, but they gave two birds. That's big two fuck yous. After they were paid to come here for free, they were trafficked by the Democrats for free to a sanctuary city where they got to live for free, where they get free benefits for free, where they get places to live in house for free. And then they get to violate our laws for free because they get no bond. They get, they get bonded out. They don't have to pay a bond. And then they, as they walk out, they give two big fuck yous. Um, if that is not Biden's America, I don't know what is listen, any Soros backed, city or anything like that. If you are a law enforcement officer, you don't have to be a Trump fan. You don't have to be MAGA or anything like that. I'm not preaching that. I'm not telling you who to vote for. What I'm saying that is if you are a first responder and you are voting for any Soros backed anything, prosecutor, state Senate, congressman, anything, if they are Soros backed, then you are a traitor to the profession because they are doing, he is the epitome of everything we're against. And I don't care if you're black, white, Hispanic, Asian, if you're a cop and you vote for one single person that is funded or backed by George Soros, you're a disgrace to the profession. I'll say it. I don't care if you don't listen to the show anymore. You should, you should be ashamed of yourself and you should leave the profession. And honestly, you should leave the country because you're treason. You're, you're a traitor in my opinion. And if you knowingly, if you knowingly are backing somebody that is Soros back and taking money, from probably one of the world's most dangerous human beings, then you have no business being a first responder. That's why I'm wearing my World Economic Forum 666 shirt. <laughs> All George Soros wants is the decline of the Western civilization. And probably a new world order. Yeah, and I don't the only way to do that is to create chaos and division from the roots of our country, the streets, the peasants like you and me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me read you this. This is coming from uh, Washington. No, this is coming from the, <laughs> this is coming from the New York post. Uh, <laughs> funny enough, right? Four of the migrants uh, cut loose without bail after allegedly going up on two, ganging up on two NYPD cops near Times Square. Maybe on the run. The post is what? Like, yeah. No what? way. Hacker. Uh, cops believe the group could have hopped on a bus bound for California on Wednesday after giving phony names to a church affiliated nonprofit group, an NGO, by the way, a, a non government organization. That's what I like to call them that helps migrants get rides out of the city, according to law enforcement sources. The four accused cop attackers believe to have skipped uh, town were charged with assault on a police officer, obstructing, blah, 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 blah. Darwin, Andreas, Gomez, 19 years old. Kevin, Cerveta, Arcoa, 
19. Wilson Jorez, 21. Jormin Ravrion, 24, were released without monetary bail by Manhattan Judge. Here's where it gets funny. But Ravion, who had a prior arrest on his rap sheet, was put on supervised release. Sources said highlighting, uh, uh, hightailing it out of the city would likely be a uh, violation of his court order. It absolutely is. He has been accused of punching a worker at a Macy's Herald Square last month while trying to rob the retailer with two others. So if you know he's done it once, he's done it time and time again because we've seen these videos of these animals uh, going into these malls and, and robbing them as, uh, and doing those, you know, the, the stereotypical behavior that we've been, we've been seeing. It's crazy uh, how it's going. By the way, today's show, yeah, listen, get your mental, mental wellness, mental health starts with a good night's sleep. And right now, Ghostbed's offering up until the holidays. Stop procrastinating. Stop it. Don't hit 30 seconds fast forward. You don't want to hear this shit. Listen to it. Ghostbed supports us. They supported us for almost five years now. You should listen to this. Valentine's Day is right around the corner and your loved one needs you more than ever. She needs you more than ever. Or he. Nobody wants flowers or chocolates. Get him a ghost bed pillow. Get him the cooling sheets. Get him the adjustable base. Get him a whole ghost bed bed. That's the gift that keeps on giving and giving and giving. And I'm not talking about sexually transmitted diseases. I'm talking about the gift of a good night's sleep. Mental wellness and mental health starts with a good night's sleep. And that's why we're proud to sponsor with beds made in the good old USA, USA, USA. You put ghost beds in, in, uh, in some of these sanctuary cities, you won't have these immigrants fleeing. You'll have them locked down forever. <laughs> but right now, 50% off going into Valentine's Day. Don't forget it. 0% down, 0% financing. And that's if you have uh, illegal immigrant credit. So, or migrant credit, whatever you want to say. Also, we got factormeals.com forward slash Wolfpack50. Eat healthy, sleep healthy, live healthy, and nobody will be gang jumping you because you'll look the part. Actually, I will give it to these NYPD cops. They looked good. They looked professional. Their uniforms were good. They weren't overweight. They looked like they were handling themselves very, very good. I've got nothing wrong to say about those NYPD officers. Um, and, and they've caught the bad guys. So, Kudos to you guys. Listen, younger Eric, Spitfire and Energy. I, I would have made an example on that. Thing. I would have been batoning the shit out of somebody, but that's the wrong thing to do in 2023. So you guys did it right. You guys did it great. Um, and 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 that's why it's important to eat well and sleep well. You never know when this is going to happen to you. Don't be weighed down with Burger King and Chick-fil-A all fatted up, feeling like a sloth. All right, right now, factormeals.com forward slash Wolfpack50. They've got uh, tons of, of, of meal prep meals ready to go. They're delivered to your door fresh and never frozen. Heat them up in two minutes. Uh, by the time, listen, it's super cost effective, these factor meals. By the time you drive to the grocery, by the time you turn on the oven, by the time you cook all these different meals and you put them in all their Pyrex dishes and you try to find the lids and you can't find them and you get it all put together, by the time all that's said and done, you could have just had factor meals delivered right to your door. Could have been making love with your wife. You could have been taking your kids out to the ball game, making love to your husband, your significant other, your partners, whatever it is that you do. You could be playing canasta or poker. There's a million other things you could have been doing if you just let factor meals take care of that meal prep for you. They got breakfast shakes. They got breakfast options. They got lunch and dinner, vegan friendly, vegetarian, calorie conscious, protein heavy. Every week, new menu items to explore so it never gets old. We love Factor Meals. 
Head over to yeah. factormeals.com forward slash Wolfpack50. Get you 50% off. That's factormeals.com forward slash Wolfpack50 for 50% off your first order. Yeah, man. People really underestimate the uh, having to clean dishes and clean your kitchen when you cook three, four times a day. Like, right. You're, you're always going to have your family dinner. You should have a family dinner, right? When you can. Oh, for sure. For sure. But the other three or four meals that you're making for yourself, kids are at school, you're trying to eat healthy. Like, is, is being able to just cook it and throw it away? Oh, and I have a fucking sink full of dishes every time you walk in the kitchen. <laughs> oh, I know. I mean, listen, you, and, and, and that's the cool thing about factor meals. They can set you up three days a week, five days a week. I've got one dude that's getting, uh, that I just talked to yesterday. Um, he's on an eight meal a week plan from, yeah. from uh, ghost bed. So, um, I, I, I don't, I don't even know what eight, eight meals a week. Like, I mean, I guess he's doing lunch and dinner. One of those nights, like I guess that he has school or, uh, you know, he's a cop that's going to school moonlighting, going to school. So he, he probably an extra meal to take with him on that night or something like that. Uh, tactical dude says we definitely need to have a ghost bed, do a commercial contest between FTS and the unsub podcast. Okay. They out there doing some good ghost bed ad reads. I need to set my ghost bed battery game up then for 2025. I don't even want to be compared to anybody else. I want to be so far ahead of the game. Uh, but seriously, ghost beds is, is, is my favorite thing in the world and, and it's great. So, um, okay. So going back to, Oh, uh, Will Cray says it's uh, like the last row Lopez humping a ghost bed pillow or more like it, the JT ghost bed commercial. We should make another ghost bed commercial. That would be funny and fun. Um, uh, but these, these migrants that did this, this isn't, you know, even your mayor, the New York City mayor is now calling for mm -hmm. for change in the city. If you get if you get a mayor to publicly say on the news and in front of hundreds of people that he is I forget the fucking two words he used, but he essentially said this is not this isn't this is bad. This is bullshit. Like you yeah, can't so attack cops. We need to revisit this. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't do that. You can't have people boot stomping cops. I mean, this is lawless behavior at 19 and 20 years old. Uh, you know, that cop easily looked like he was in his 40s. Um, I could never imagine doing that as a kid. But um, absolutely insanity to me. Um, how do you think this, this plays out going forward for the migrants in New York? I mean, you being a cop, you know how this stuff works, right? So people get emboldened, they get empowered and they see, you know, especially when they're young, when they're teenagers, they see, they get away with this and they can flee to California. Tamsterdam's prediction, this only gets worse. Yeah. It's only going to get worse. And it's going to end up in a clash because the cops that also, how many cops are in fucking New York city? Tens of thousands. Oh thousands they've all seen this video they're pissed they're pissed that you know cops but me and you could work at the same agency and, and not like each other at all right i could fucking care less about you being a loud mouth with a bullet right oh you pissed me off the second something happens to you it's like that it sounds fucking corny that blue line connection that yeah. i hate it i hate that for you it fucking makes my blood boil that somebody put a hand on you and so you got tens of thousands of dudes in the nypd that shit ain't going to happen again because the second somebody tries that <laughs> the cops are going to fucking tune them up and you know, maybe, maybe that's what everybody needs to see. And then of course it'll be, it'll be spun as cop, you know, brutally beats somebody, but cops are people too. Yeah. I, 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 that's always been hard for me, especially like when you're, when you're, when you're, uh, you know, chasing or, or you're serving a warrant on somebody that, you know, has been like a sexual abuser or sexual predator domestic abuser you know the rap sheet and they run there's a part of you that goes 
oh, I hope you run into the woods where nobody can see me beat the fuck out of you in just a second. Like, I really hope you go into the woods. And they never do. You know, they like prone out in somebody's backyard. You're like, damn it. You know, there's a part of you that just is like, man, it'd be cool if you just, if you just horseshoot right into that wood line right there. And my body camera just got torn off in the, in the thorns. And then I tackled you from behind and then, uh, May or may not hit you in the back of the head with my flashlight like eight times, but I mean I would never tell. I, say, I, I do not condone police brutality. <laughs> nope, me. Either. Well, I'm not a cop. I condone it as a civilian. There's a time and a place, in my my civilian opinion. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm just joking. I'm joking. I'm I joking. was kidding. I'm just kidding, guys. <laughs> no. I mean, those were the days, though, right? Like you remember NYPD? They they would tune dudes up. We should be on, scared the police. On the Antihero podcast, we're going to be trying to get one episode, an LAPD guy, <clears throat> and then a totally different episode, an NYPD guy, and talk. How did these How did these fucking agencies that they made movies out of, and every young cop wa- watched these movies, couldn't wait to be a cop one day. How the hell did they go to shit in the last 10 years, right? Because, because, we, because the criminals didn't they, – they're always going to be fighting the good guys. And so the criminals always are going to have the louder voice. And the problem is that these cities listen to the louder voices. They listen to the, the Michael Browns. They listened to the George Floyds. They listened to the Rodney Kings. Like none of these characters are good human beings. They're the reason why cops exist. They're the reason why we have victims. But the crowd, they're the loudest. And everybody wants to rally around them. And so they make these LAPD movies to make the cops look bad and corrupt. They make the newer, and then you get these higher up uh, echelon leaders that are like, well, I'm going to change the outlook of what, what outlook, you know, you're hiring who you're not hiring. You know, there's no problem. Like in Raleigh, we didn't have a race problem. We didn't shoot anybody. We hadn't had like a Raleigh involved shooting in like 20 years after Michael Brown. We, it seems like we have one every other month. I feel like, I feel like every other day there's somebody being shot in Raleigh by the cops or some kind of violent, crazy assault. But when I was a cop in 2012, they hadn't had one in, in since 20 in 20 years. But here's the thing is, is Raleigh decided that they were going to believe the, the mob, this woke mob, and they started changing our policies. And then they changed the policies. And guess what? Now, now there has to be police brutality because you have shittier cops coming in and you have cops being killed by people, which is enraging cops. You have cops that are working too much. You have cops that aren't getting enough sleep. You have cops that are going through way too many of these uh, bullshit courses that they shouldn't have to have taking up more time, putting more stress on them. And, and all this stuff just kind of goes, uh, it gets out of control. And that's what happened. LAPD was the first one to, to let it get out of control. And NYPD uh, followed it. And um, and they believe people that there, that there was a problem in LAPD when there probably wasn't. Do you, do you remember, it's probably almost 10 years ago when the LAPD posted with Snoop Dogg and a bunch of rappers. And they like that was the official turn of like, hey, we're listening we're listening now and it wasn't the PR side of it. Right. Cause I get every agency is going to have their PR team doing dumb shit like that. It's a necessary evil. I get it. But the actual headquarters, the mission of the department changed when they decided that they were going to go pander to rappers who have ties to bloods and crips who have been charged with murder crimes. Right. These guys, like you said, these guys aren't fucking, they're not the rappers that like tell a story, but they're actually just good people. These are criminals, and which I I still listen to their music, but I don't think they should be dictating uh, police admin in, in the in the avenue that the cops take as far as policing the streets. 
let me ask you this. If you went and got a picture with a man wearing a rebel flag t-shirt and a rebel flag hat and a rebel flag hanging out of the back of his pocket, what would your department do? If there was a picture circulating around the internet of you hand in arm in arm with a man with a rebel flag hat, a rebel flag t-shirt and a rebel flag hanging out of his left pocket, what would your department do about it? Uh, probably the same thing they would do if they saw that I was on a podcast with somebody advocating for police brutality. Okay. <laughs> Which is what? <laughs> just kidding. Nothing. I don't know. I mean, in, in uniform, it's just they, it's until somebody says something and still somebody goes, I'm offended that that cop was with somebody with a rebel flag. Now they have to do something. Well, I'm telling you, you're in your uniform, you're in your uniform and you put your arm around a guy with a rebel flag hat, a rebel flag shirt and a rebel flag hanging out his pocket. And you go like this. <laughs> what did you, what would your department say? If they found out that that was circulating. But I see where you're going with this though. Cause you know, on the flip side, you do it with Cops somebody with gang members all the time. Yep. Cops will do it with gang members. I think we should hold gangs just as much. I think gangs should be seen just as much as a, if you're wearing a blue flag, a brown flag, an orange, a white flag, or, you know, red flag representing the major gangs that we know of as gangs. And, and that should be seen as like wearing Nazi paraphernalia. I mean, how many people are oppressed by gangs every single day? Truly oppressed. By gangs every single day. How many cars, you know, you wake up and you get to work and there's 34 car break-ins. That's if, if there's 34 cars in one neighborhood that's been broken down, that's gang-related, promise you. That's some kid yeah. trying to make rank, some kids trying to uh, tr trying to pay dues. Uh, how, how many gang rapes do we have? How many gang, uh, gang uh, uh, robberies do we have? Look at the random... Remember when uh, random assaults in like cities like New York and stuff were were prominent and that was a that was initiation into gangs just walking up and punching somebody from another race right in the back of the head yeah, yeah. old people too like yeah yeah i i don't understand like why why these departments will want to allow these people to wear those colors and to come into a city council meeting or one of those you know those little city police powwow meetings that they that there's the community policing powwows and they'll let these gamers come in and then they'll fucking listen to them uh-huh yeah imagine if a white dude with a rebel flag shirt and hat walked into that same meeting you wouldn't listen to that much you wouldn't even probably let him in the building Okay. You'd be like, no, no racism, racism. You can't have racism here. Although you're allowing racism by having gang members who won't allow white people to be in their gangs. Like gang members are racist folks. <laughs> Those are racists. It's not okay to accept black racists and not white racists. That's also racist. Like we cannot, we have to stop condoning illegal activities and illegal behaviors. We hold people accountable. I'm talking hell's anybody, anybody that's knowingly a gang member, you should not be taking pictures with while you're in uniform. Yeah, that's true. Period. I I, I went to a uh, Veterans Day golfing event, and one of the holes was sponsored by a uh, by a Hell's Angels group. And when we got there, I said, "Wait, what? What, what hole is this?" And he was like, "Oh, blah 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 blah, with the sort of chapter Hell's Angels." And I was like, "What?" And you're a veterans? This is for a veteran. And I was like, I'm not going to play this hole. And the guy was like, what? And I was like, this is the most retarded thing I've ever seen in my life. And he and I had it out. And we got the, the I got the thing. And the three old men that kind of sponsored me to be there, they're like, damn, dude, you've got some balls. And I was like, why? And he's like, because you just basically 
called the fucking Hells Angels a bunch of cowards. I was like, dude, fuck those guys. I could give a shit less. Fuck them. Fucking bullies. Well, you can't pass me on your motorcycle if I've got my cut on. Shut the fuck up, dude. I don't know how those guys don't get shot. If I pass somebody on a motorcycle and they fucking tried to hit me with their motorcycle, I would shoot them dead right then and there. For property crime. <laughs> we, no, for trying to fucking hit me. <laughs> we've had the same discussion. And I, I said, you choose somebody for a property crime. And you were like, well, what if they ran my truck off the road with their motorcycle? <laughs> No, have you seen these videos? Like they're all over TikTok where another like a motorcycle will like go through an intersection. The light will turn green and the Hell's Angels just sitting there, but you're in the other lane and he passes by and the Hell's Angel swoops up behind him and smacks him with the motorcycle, motorcycle on motorcycle. Like, you know, great. I'm, dude, I'll tell you right now. Like, no, you're getting, you're getting plugged. I mean, would you not? Mm, I don't know. That seems like deadly force to me. If you're trying to hit me on my motorcycle. Oh, like that a motorcycle. Serious. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't fucking ride motorcycles. They're gay as any, you know, they're already gay. And then you put a cut on it. Yeah. Even gay. Or... Yeah. Anyway, I digress. I just think gangs are bad. And any, any, any kind of gang that that's doing, that's all about criminal activity is, is wrong. And you shouldn't be a part of it. Yeah, and you're right. You know, we'll sit there and say, um, well, we don't we don't condone all this and this is bad. And then people go and they're obsessed with gangs. They're obsessed with it. They're it's like they want to be part of something and they think it's they do think it's cool. They do. They think it's cool. They'll never say it. And you have to be the bigger man. And you have to be like, dude, it, this shit's not cool. A bunch of betas wanting to be part of something. So they choose violence and they get to wear something that makes them feel part of a team. Because they never were part of a team growing up, you know. I, I think it's crazy, like the cop ones too, and the firefighting ones. Like, look, I've got a lot of friends that do it. And there's a lot of people that follow this that do it. But me personally, my personal opinion, I'll never hold it back. And you don't have to listen to what I say. Like, listen, I, I'm. There's probably a lot of things I do that you guys probably think are super dumb. And if you hung out with me, you'd be like, yeah, this guy is an idiot. So, like, please don't, you know, don't hang yourself because of what I'm about to say. But like, I think. I think police officers and firefighters that want to act like they're bad gang members, like bad, like they dress like the bad guys. And then they try to adopt the same bad guy stuff, like the same tryouts, the same, like, right. Like, why do you want to be like a bad guy for me? That's like, like, I don't know, like sagging your britches. Like why, why do you want to sag your britches? Like, you know that that means like you take it in the ass in prison. Why do you think that's cool to do? Same thing with like these cops and these firefighters wearing their cuts because they're part of like some kind of firefighter. Crew. Like I just think it's bonkers. I, I I'll never understand it. I've had this, I have a friend that does it all the time. He wears it everywhere he goes and he's on one of these like police ones. And I, like, I give him shit every time. I'm like, dude, you realize this is like super stupid. Like the dumbest <laughs> thing ever. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to give my opinion on that. You don't? They're, they're like the, uh, they're like really my prominent target audience for refracted wolf apparel. So <laughs> the, the outsiders. I'm going to wear my hat tonight. Yeah. But I mean, they, is a, lot, a lot of it. Are you an outsider? Of, By joining a group that gives you more rules, are you an outsider? I mean, we've had this talk yeah, once on my podcast where, you know, you're you you already have rules in the job you do and then you go look for more rules like rule me harder right. daddy like yeah 
Like or, really, or, or, or like the outlaw ones that are like, I'm my own man. I'm, I'm no one's going to tell me what to do except for this club that makes me pay them. And they use me for a year. And then I have to follow bylaws that don't make any sense. But other yeah, than that, I ride alone. Well, with other guys, because my, my motorcycle club says we can't ride alone. Like we always have to be with one other rider. But other than that, like I ride alone, but I also I have mean, to like wear jacket and these colors and if i don't it's cool to be i mean but you gotta think it's cool to be part of something man you gotta you have to be a real free thinker and really secure in yourself to not see like a group of people walking by that look cool and you're like oh man i want to be like that but i mean does it look cool do you think do you think like the majority of society sees a dude wearing a leather cut and goes man that guy Maybe not. Or do you think it's more like that car that goes by that's going? Like, <laughs> I can't even make the noise of those stupid cars. Like, do you think, like that, the normal person is like, damn, that guy's so cool in that car, that making all that racket or that truck that's like <laughs> rolling down the road. You think people are like, man, that son of a bitch, fuck, what a, what a cool guy. Or do you think majority of people are like, oh my god, what an asshole, like. This dude is so desperate for attention that he has to have the loudest car in the fucking world. Yeah, that's true. I think the majority of people think the, the latter. And I get it. You're a car guy. You think it's cool. I, that's fine. Like, listen, everybody's got their own thing. Like I said, I don't do bumper stickers or anything either because I think that's stupid. There's a lot of things I do that are stupid. But if we're just talking on like opinions, like all that stuff to me is just like, it's too much. Especially when you're a part of a motorcycle club. I don't think people see those guys and go, damn, that's cool. I think people are like, oh, man, that poor guy had bad parents and is just crying to be a part of something. I think that's what the majority of civilians or non-motorcycle club people actually think when they see you in a restaurant with your vest on. Oh, man, he never he never made it through Boy Scouts. Or, or oh, he was a Boy Scout and he misses wearing his vest with all his patches on it. Now he's a 45 year old man with all his cool patches. Like that's I mean, what we all, I mean, how, how, how can you be here? Here's one question for you. How can you be a man and put something before your wife, before your kids before, and you know, how, how could you put anything before? Yeah. No, before you're hundred percent. The, right. the structure that goes, God, you wife, kids, right? Like, well, no, no, then, it goes, no, it goes BJJ, God, kids. CrossFit, BJJ Cross. <laughs> For those of you who are just tuning in, I am. I'm part. Listen, I'm as guilty as at all. I'm part of the BJJ cult now. So, like, what you know, you know, I actually wore the BJJ shorts the other day to the skate park because uh, I forgot to to bring clothes. Oops, forgot to I'm, change. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. I, it's thirty degrees outside, and I forgot pants. I'm gonna have to wear. Uh, yeah, dude i the whole time actually like that's what my thought was i was like i am the biggest douche out here like how did i forget my jeans and now i'm that fucking idiot i would have wore underwear if i had proper underwear before i wore those shorts but so, i mean listen i'm guilty of it you're right you know so yeah i can't i can't throw stones in my own glass house here folks i'm not trying to do that listen let me get a hazel haze e3l i'm guessing that's hazel in the chat says i'm that guy i got the loudest car i'm the biggest oh <laughs> uh, hey listen you said it i didn't say it no red wit. um hey uh yeah, yeah, yeah listen 
I don't wear patches on my gi, Nico the Greco. I don't have any patches on my gi. I don't. I, I mean, I'm, I, I got this scholarship, this BJJ one-year scholarship. That's the reason why I'm doing it. It was from We Defy Foundation. They give out scholarships to uh, disabled veterans. Somebody nominated me for it. I, I don't even think you have to be nominated, though. Um, I think you could go to a place. So if there's any disabled veterans out there, you can apply for this one-year BJJ scholarship. But I, I somebody su- submitted it for me, sent me all the paperwork, really wanted me to do it. The guy I'm going to the concert with, he's I'm the godfather of his children too. So, uh, you know, he, he wanted to beat my ass. He's a blue belt. And um, and so now, yeah, I'm, I'm in the club. So I have the We Defy sponsored gi that they sent me, that they gave me for free. So there are patches on it, but it's all the... They put them on there. I didn't put the patches on. So um, Eric, Eric is disabled. <laughs> it all makes sense now. <laughs> because a lot of people don't understand when you say disabled vet, that could be like 10% for a fucking broken pinky in the service, you know, but yeah. like it's disabled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a disabled veteran. Um, yeah. These colors don't run. Will that's why you should tip me. Dude. feel sorry for me. Cause uh, I was exposed to burn pits and now I get $3,000 a month. No, I'm just kidding. That's not my disability, but I hear that people are getting that now, by the way. Um, and, and I guess maybe good. And maybe that's what Biden is referring to when he says that his son died because of Iraq, you know, as a pilot or, or a JAG officer. No, he was a JAG. Yeah. He was a JAG officer. He wasn't even a pilot. I don't think. Um, Anyway, Nico Greer says, technically, your rating of 0% still qualifies for the term. Yeah, because you can get a zero rating and be a disabled veteran. That is true. That is uh, absolutely true. Guys, I've had a fun time hanging out with you guys in the chats. Uh, make sure if you want more of this to head over to our Patreon, pay the $3 a month. That pays for studio equipment. That pays to keep everybody on the staff who are all first responders or ex-first responders. It keeps them uh, with, with a secondary paycheck. Um, and it helps us travel. We got some live shows uh, going down. Brian Debbie says Eric drives a Honda Cervex. Uh, you're right. Um, I do. No, I drive a Dodge Ram. All right. If you can't dodge it, ram it. Uh, V8. Okay. When those 1.5 liter V8s or whatever, five liter V8s. I don't. I don't. Bosco could t- probably tell you. Five um, liter. Yeah. Yeah. One of them big old gas sucking hogs. You know. But you know, it's a. It's got dual passenger seats. Uh. Quad doors, quad quad doors, extended bed, power remember ram. You, remember when you had to save me? Oh I yeah, have, <laughs> I have giant thirty six inch tires on a six inch lift kit, and I fucking went to your distillery, and in the back lot, I ran over a nail that I was looking around, and they were doing construction. I'm like, I should probably avoid this area, and then totally fucking pop like this nail that was like this big went through the fucking tire and then eric had to come save me because yeah was i was really actually about to do stand-up comedy opening up for vinnie montez and i was pretty nervous and stressed out about it and um and then i found myself patching a tire and in, in the parking lot of a, of a gas station but uh it was fun hey look it was worth it you learned something though didn't you you, you learned you learned a little bit about yeah patch, how to patch a tire yeah so yeah i'm Doing the Lord's work still, but uh, we appreciate you guys, Bosco, uh, Wayne, um, everybody. Fuck you, Wayne. Actually, you're not getting away with it. I haven't forgotten you, Wayne. I was trying to steal my job, Wayne. Until next time, guys. Guns up. Oh, wait. Go join our Patreon. And then five shows a week. 
and then go see anti-hero podcast hit the like and subscribe button on youtube five-star rating and review listen if you stuck around this long in this podcast and you don't give me a five-star rating and review at failure to stop on itunes or spotify then you're the guy that doesn't tip for a 12 dollar beer or a one dollar beer or dollar 50 beer you're that guy you're that guy i'm not asking you for money i'm asking you for a, a, a you know i give you a free show all you have to do is give me a free five-star rating and review tell us how fucking good we did today um, and even if you disagree with, you know, maybe you're in a motorcycle club, still give me five stars and then give me a whole paragraph on why you hate me. I'm not, you know, but you got entertained for, uh, in your cop car for the last hour and 18 minutes. So, uh, least you could do is, uh, either give us a like and subscribe on the YouTubes or give us a five star rating and review on iTunes or Spotify. And, and if you're one of these YouTube paid members, you still go over there and, and find iTunes and Apple podcast or whatever, Spotify and give us a five star rating and review. It really, 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 really helps more than you'll ever know. It really helps. Um, all right. From myself and from anti hero podcast is Tyler. We will see you guys. Uh, well, the breakdown will be next week, but we got lots of shows in between now and then. So uh, we'll see you guys soon. Guns up and giddy up.